This is a highlighted clip of the Mallard Report, presented by Mallard.com. Mallard.com, the home of the full-length archives of the Mallard Report, and so much more. Often thought, because, you know, there's always an argument. Uh, it doesn't matter what somebody says they saw. Somebody else says, well, it was Venus, or it was swamp gas, or it was just a balloon, or it was some kind of uh, aircraft that misidentified, or, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I've often thought, wouldn't it be great if it was really a well-documented UFO incident before any of that man-made stuff was in the air that could be confused with it? And you know what? There was, and it happened just almost right where I'm living right now in North Texas. It happened in 1897, and it happened in the little bitty town of uh, Aurora, Texas, which is about eh, 25 miles northwest of Fort Worth. Okay, uh, up in Wise County, which is the county I live in right now. And uh, it was actually fully covered in the newspapers, both in Fort Worth and, and the Dallas Morning News, which is still in publication. And the story in the newspaper said that uh, this object, cigar, silver-shaped object, cigar-shaped silver object, sailed over town, seemed to be sputtering, seemed to be having some kind of problems, kept lowering itself to the earth, and then hit uh, uh, a windmill of Judge Proctor and blew up and sending pieces all over the place. And then about the, th- and then about the third paragraph of the story says the pilot, who apparently was the only one on board, was badly disfigured in the crash, but enough of his remains were recovered to show that he was not an inhabitant of this world. So here's a pretty good UFO story that was documented at the time, and this was six years before the Wright brothers flew. So there's nothing man-made in the air. And don't bring up balloons because, yes, we'd had balloons all the way back to the Montgolfier brothers, but uh, they were always on tethers. They, they weren't free-floating or powered. The first powered balloon flight was the California era, and it took off the same year. 1903 as the uh, Wright brothers. So in 1897, there was nothing man-made in the air. So I consider this the smoking gun of uh, the UFO issue. This this seems to be my question when I have smart people on. Maybe you can help. Maybe you can give me a little bit better answer on this one. Okay. I look at Fort Knox, where supposedly, air quotes, all the gold is supposed to be. And there's, you know, you, there's a major highway running, I mean, like, right in front of it. And then I look at Area 51, who, who, what's the, what is it now? It's way over a mile now. It might be getting close to two miles away that you can't get in anywhere near right. before you get met by an, uh, a nice armed guard who's telling you to move on. Am I missing something, or are we just overplaying this, or is all the gold at Area 51? <laughs> well, I don't know about the gold, but that should prove to anybody that they're more concerned about what's in Area 51 than they are to what's in Fort Knox. And, uh, in fact, uh, you get into Fort Knox, you get into some really uh, weird conspiracy theories. Uh, one is, uh, I know that uh, some years ago, I think it was uh, Germany, uh, wanted their gold back. They had a whole lot of gold, and they stashed it over here. And they said, we want it back. And the United States, number one, wouldn't give it back. And when they then started raising cane, I think they even were going to go to court or whatever. They said, well, okay, we'll give you some back. And they gave them some back, but not all of it. There's something going on with gold. There is a magical, mystical, occult quality to gold. Oh, excuse me. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, and there's even the idea that uh, there, you know, a lot of people say there's no gold in Fort Knox, and then others say, well, there's some gold there, but uh, and this has been known to happen. Uh, they did this, this with some gold uh, after World War II. Uh, they take the gold, they melt it down. And then they uh, recast it with a bit of iron or a bit of some other uh, metal in there. And okay, then there's all the gold. The bars are still there, but they're they're not pure gold. And so you can, that's how you can siphon a lot of the worth uh, out of the gold situation. And of course, there's just all kinds of stories and conspiracies, and <laughs> narratives about uh, about the Japanese that had all this gold and it got stashed in the Philippines, and then you got the Nazis and their gold that all got hidden away, and they recovered tons and tons of the stuff, and yet. Uh, according to authoritative sources, that, that wasn't all they had. They've, you know, they've got more somewhere. So, and of course, then that comes all the way back to the. This is a clip of the Mallard Report, presented by Mallard.com.